0: Welcome to the Podtendo Podcast, where we analyze, reminisce, and replay the glory of old Nintendo games. We can be contacted on Twitter at Podtendo Podcast, email us at podtendo at com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash podtendo. I am your co-host, Mick, and I'll be joined every episode by my beautiful, talented, lovely co-host, Tyson. Do you have any nice things to say about me?
1: Um... You're a very good writer.
0: <laughs> wow, what a, kind words. Kind words from oh. Caesar. So, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm Excellent. good. How are you? Uh, I'm I okay. A, oh, I was just going to say, I took actually a little bit of a long weekend, which is kind of nice. Very nice. I caught up on some studying.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I've been going for... Uh, we decided that in November we should move, so I've just been going and going and going and ugh, you know, ugh. We're all done. We're all done now. Uh, I'm a little sad to see Month of Mario go. Bye, Month of Mario.
1: Yeah, it was a fun month.
0: It was. It was good. A lot of fun with those last episodes. Uh, So we're moving into December, the new month. We're kind of going to do something a little bit more consumer-driven. And with that in mind, we've got there was supposed to be a game coming out so we'll talk about that one afterwards when we get to it uh, but for today's show what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing kind of a pseudo review of the N- te- or the NES mini did you buy one yes i did not yeah did me you? Either. no i you know what i didn't even it wasn't even on my radar until it was sold out everywhere then i wanted one like I don't want one to play it because I have an emulator yeah. on my computer that works a hundred times better. But the fact that it's rare, I now
1: want one. Yeah, no, I'm I'm exactly in that band camp. I'm glad you said that because I think that a lot of people kind of were kind of like that, which is hence the shortage. Yeah. Um, that- but
0: Nintendo is notorious for on un- like underselling their products. Remember Amiibos. <laughs> yeah it's the same goddamn thing right like yeah. it's just hey well actually there was a bit of a story behind the mebos, why they were so rare and this is just them underselling their product to drive up the price which doesn't make sense because they don't make more money
1: yeah i, I think it's one of those things where i i think from an investors standpoint they want to space out their cash flows as long as they can to make their books look very healthy Show consecutive like consecutive growth because in the electronics industry, like you think Apple, Apple has like twenty products that they can release or yeah. do refreshes out throughout the year and kind of build hype. That's why they're really popular. Whereas if you look at someone like Nintendo, it's like, well, we have our handhelds the can and consoles that come out every few years. So there's that, and there's this new game. How about this new game? It's like. So I feel like they, they need to time out or, uh, how they do things. So when they do have a big hype product, they need to like make it last for the whole month. Because think about when the Nintendo Switch is going to come out. Um, it's going to come out in March. I guarantee that even in Christmas, there's still going to be shortages for freaking hardware. Because why wouldn't it be? It's good for business. Have a whole year of hype instead of like hype and big sales. Then... All of a sudden, people start, start talking about how oh well, the Nintendo Switch was a great selling console. Nintendo is doing it successfully because all people do when they talk about Nintendo is like oh, I worry about Nintendo, Born Nintendo. It's like yeah, it's a dying industry, but if they can do, it, if they can manage it correctly, they, they should be fine. And they're smart, so I feel like they're on the right track. So
0: yeah, that's I that's fair. I don't know. I looking at it as an outsider, these people are. Buying up these consoles and now jacking up the prices on everything. And why does it like so? Nintendo's not getting that extra cash flow. It's all these collectors. And then by the time they release the NES Mini, these people that really wanted them aren't going to be buying. It's just, I don't know. Like, I went to the on Black Friday, I went into EB Games to grab a couple games, and there's just tons and tons of amiibos. I have a Samus first edition from the very first series of amiibos that were released, and it's a little bit rarer, right? I, I think I paid $15 in store. It's a worth maybe... I could probably get it for 50 I think I have a Star Fox as well. There's 15 Metroids sitting on the wall in that store now. No one cares. Because yeah. it's gone, you know? And I just... I hope they didn't do the same thing with the the NES Mini. But... Such is life. I hope
1: so, man. I just think that maybe there's a big enough consumer base. Because, like... Maybe there's enough people in the woodwork woodwork that like the original nintendo so much that they're like man i remember playing that game that their their mother or their you know their cousin people that may have not may not play games they're just like i'll buy it just for nostalgic reasons yeah so they did the same thing with the wii remember how popular and rare the wii was for a while i just don't understand Mm -hmm. why they just don't
0: they just don't over you know ramp
1: up production then produce as many as they can yeah, it makes no sense economically. It it really does. It's counterintuitive what they do. So I don't know. Silly, silly. So maybe, as a result, maybe or just don't have the cash flows.
0: It, it could be. I mean, that could be they they are maybe in worse shape than we th- they we think or they let on. But with that being said, uh, so we're gonna do a couple called like NES mini reviews. Uh, we're just going to look at some of the games that are on there and just talk about them. Just to, because, you know what, it, it's in the lexicon. Maybe get a couple of extra viewers, view, listeners, or your listeners, not viewers. A couple of extra listeners as a result, some followers. Get some conversation going. Uh, and maybe, you know, a lot of people call in and say, hey, I want to talk about Star Tropics or Mega Man 2 or something like that, right? Like lots of fun titles. We picked probably the boringest game to start on. <laughs> yeah. Uh...
1: It's not the greatest.
0: <laughs> uh, so we're going to start with the arcade title Donkey Kong. There was a port on the NES. So we're, we're we're playing by the rules, guys. The release date was July 31st, 1981. How long to beat has this game at 24 minutes. 24 minutes means you're probably pretty bad at this game. Actual retail price, what it cost you 50, 25 cents to play this back in the day. That's an arcade joke. <laughs> I don't know what inflation is on a quarter so sorry guys i really just stopped doing that uh current ebay price 62 dollars would get you a complete nes cartridge and box copy with the manual and everything like that so that's actually not terrible it's a really short game so don't waste your money on it by any means but it's not terrible
1: no it's it's a completely adequate game it's just really short for what you get like- absolutely well it's and or
0: if you really got some cash flowing around for about $3600 you can get a working arcade box so that's kind of neat
1: yeah see i always uh, wanted to get an arcade box i don't think donkey kong would be on my list but- no well it really if i was to buy an arcade box what i'd want to do is i would
0: i would just basically build a shell Get a cheap TV, put it in the screen and hook up uh, like a retro gen console with a game that I'd want to play like a link to the past or something and maybe buy pay an artist to like paint the sides for me and then hook up the gamepad. because I'm sure you could wire something like a gamepad so that you could pl- or even just have a controller coming out of it. So you could stand up and play like a link to the past or something. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: I Mm hmm.
0: Um, let's see. Uh, and then, sorry, the eShop price, it's $5 on the Wii. So if you do have a Wii, you can buy yourself a little uh, this title and play through it. So Yes. All right. So some of the development details. This game was the latest in a series of efforts by Nintendo to break into the North American arcade market. It was Shigeru Miyamoto's first project as a game designer. Have you ever heard of that guy before?
1: Mm, no. No. names? just doesn't ring a bell at all
0: yeah i've I've never heard of it before either so i don't know maybe 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 we should look into that uh drawing drawing from a wide inspiration including popeye beauty and the beast and king kong they came up with the concept of donkey or uh, yeah donkey kong miyamoto Hmm. developed the scenarios and designed the game alongside gunpoi Yo, or gum, Gun P. Yokoi. Ooh, I really butchered that guy. Ooh, ooh. You take a <laughs> stab at it. Around. You just take a stab uh, at it.
1: Gun, gun P. Yo, yokoi?
0: See, it's tough. Let, get it off is. me. Uh, again, also a very prominent figure in Nintendo right now. So, uh, again, this is. We're kind of starting to see Nintendo now, like where it's coming from, right?
1: Yep, this is this is the uh, laying the the, the basement floor of the of the uh, the skyscraper. Perfect, I like it. We first see
0: Jumpman, which was a play on Walkman and Pac Man. Later he was called Mario, after Mario Segel, the landlord of the original office space of a Ni- Nintendo of America. After some hesitation Nintendo convinced them to put up the arcade in two bars in Seattle. After pulling in $30 a day, or 120 plays for, a, uh, for that day, for a week straight, they requested more units, and Donkey Kong became the hit that we know and love.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like you got to think of that return on mm-hmm. uh, investment. Like If one of these arcade bo- boxes, because you know they definitely didn't cost that much to get in the store for them.
0: Yeah, well, because I mean, let's say it's, it's looking at thirty dollars a day. It's coming in for a week straight, so one hundred twenty bucks. It's costing you, or it's bringing in for you for that week. That's a pretty good return, right? And not only like are Absolutely. those people; those people are coming into your bars. They're probably also eating food. They're like hanging out. They're not just coming in and playing just this arcade. So those things just like just kill.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and my sorry, my last development note was uh, the game was twenty kilobytes in size. It's
1: crazy. So insane.
0: <laughs> uh, them having to work with these small little things. Yep. Uh, in terms of that, this game is very arcade There's... You move left to right and you jump. That's it for controls. So I didn't even make notes for the control section. Just left, right, jump. Yep. There's a hammer that you can grab. If you are played Super Smash Brothers, you are... You know, you, you're aware of kind of how the hammer operates. It, This is basically the game it started from.
1: Yeah, and the controls are actually kind of tight. Like, I mean, um, when you make a jump, you can almost pinpoint it to, like, the pixel. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, Yeah, no, it's excellent. Uh, Yeah, I have nothing really else for the controls. Do you? No. Do you have any first memories of this title?
1: Watching G4 and... uh, G4 TV, sorry. And there was The King of Kong... I think was the was the documentary on this one, whereas both the two guys uh forget their names, but they were like h- held the the uh, highest record for this game oh
0: gotcha, gotcha oh yeah, we can get into that a little bit in the level notes too, so okay, interesting. I remember seeing it at somebody's house somebody had an n e s and they had this game I went to a birthday party, but it like really wasn't doing much for me. I believe at that point I had a Super Nintendo and it seemed very archaic so and I don't ever remember being in an arcade as a child so yeah not, no no appeal and really in that factor mm-hmm. kind of was beyond for my time. Uh, so with that I guess we'll get into this game's story. Donkey Kong is considered to be the earliest video game with a storyline that visually unfolds on screen. The character, Donkey Kong, is the game's de facto villain. The hero is a carpenter, originally named Jumpman, later renamed Mario. The ape kidnaps Mario's girlfriend, originally known as Lady, but later renamed Pauline. Guys, it's Pauline. They're not going to get that later. They don't listen to me. The player must take role of Mario and rescue her. This is the first occurrence of the Damsel in Distress scenario that would provide the template for countless video games to come. Gentlemen. Wow, what a great story. I like those short and sweet ones. Yep. I really hope that the girl is okay. Yeah, that girl. That girl. I forget her name already. I obviously wasn't listening.
1: Yeah, neither was I. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, level notes, there's three stages. want to just kind of break down each stage and just kind of talk about uh, shit, how it works, basically. Sure. Sure. So, <laughs> stage one, uh, looks like Donkey Kong kind of climbs up a skyscraper. He jumps on it to kind of cause all, or not even skyscrapers, just a bunch of, what are they, like steel beams? and causes them to act all, I don't know, diagonal?
1: Yeah, yeah kind of like crushes them a little bit so that all the uh, ladders kind of shrink onto each other. And yeah,
0: the... and then all you have to do with this one is avoid barrels that he throws at you and slowly yep. climb up the, the little steel walkways. And like Tyson said, climb up the little ladders that are created, get to the top, and Donkey Kong moves on to the next part. Makes sense?
1: Yep, yep. Makes sense.
0: Makes sense. Stage two. There is an elevator section, so this is a little bit more involved. And there are these little flame guys that are kicking around, so there are an enemy outside of just Donkey Kong. The idea yeah. with, and he throws springs at you, so you have to get across the elevator, but you can't, like, you're landing. The one th- crappy thing about this is when you try, go to jump on the elevator, you have to make that jump almost as if you're at the same level, because if you fall any distance, you die. Yeah. Which is really annoying. Uh, make your way kind of across the screen the the nice thing is the springs move in a very unique like a very set pattern so it's easy to kind of move around them yep all right uh get to the top of this one guess what donkey kong's at it again he moves to the third and final stage this one there's a bunch of girders girders that's what they're called boom nailed it Uh, there's what four levels and donkey kong's at the top uh, yes. He sends little snake guys after you, and all you have to do is there's eight little, I don't know what they are, switches, and when you walk over them, they disappear.
1: Yeah. They're and uh, as they disappear, the last one disappears. Basically, Donkey Kong flips upside down, falls down, and you've defeated him.
0: That's it. Yeah. So basically, I think you're trying to knock out the floor underneath of him, and he kind of falls, hits his head, game over. Yeah. So then what happens?
1: Uh then basically uh Mario and the girl uh a little heart pops up in between them and they walk uh towards they didn't walk to, towards each other. They're just a little heart that pops up and it's like, Oh, that's it, game over, turn to the main screen.
0: It just no, it keeps going.
1: Yeah. I think. Well no, not the NES one.
0: Oh really? Okay.
1: Yeah, it kicks you to the main screen. Okay,
0: yeah. So in the arcade, once you did that, you would then just okay. go back to the first level. So those kids that were they had these super massive high scores, you would just replay that again, those three stages again, and again, and again. I feel like
1: there was four in the actual arcade cabinet. There was oh, like okay. Three in the NES. So oh, interesting. Yeah, slight difference, but interesting. I I did not look into that. I should have watched maybe like a couple of extra
0: videos or something like that, rather than just mm-hmm. playing through it quickly like that.
1: So when was when, they, when was it, the it, we're never going to play the arcade in our life? So. No, that's true. Very true. Uh, current thoughts on this title? It's interesting to see where kind Nintendo's roots came from, yeah. but as it currently sits, ugh this game. (laughs) Yeah, it it definitely isn't aged well. It shows
0: kind of that primitive arcade. It's literally meant to suck quarters out of your pocket. It's not meant to have fun or, you know, to be one of those experiences you share. It's literally meant to suck quarters out of your pockets. Uh, If if I, if and when I yeah, I, I don't, I'll never buy an NES Mini. If you have one at home, this is probably one of those titles, maybe you play it when you're bored of the other titles, but this one doesn't have staying power. Not at all yeah uh, I think I have a quick little theory on this game, and then we can move on. Yep. short, sweet, not a lot of rambling on this one. We really had our minds focused. Good job team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the current thought or the, my theory today is Donkey or Mario is Donkey Kong's evil master in one of the handheld game and watch series. He would used to whip the poor ape and cause him to run back and forth and catch fish that he would throw to entertain people. Donkey Kong then uh, rebels, steals Mario's girlfriend, escapes from him. Mario then, you're then privileged with this evil character of Mario then having to go and get your girlfriend back and take the poor ape out. Do you believe that Mario is this
1: dastardly
0: villain of this universe?
1: Obviously. Have you seen his mustache? He is straight up evil. Yeah, Straight up.
0: Ugh, man, Mario. Terrible. So we're playing as a, the first ever anti-hero. <laughs> uh,
1: I, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's kind of one of those things where do you believe a giant ape can be a good guy? Yeah. Now, the really nice thing about this episode right here
0: is... In my mind, we don't have to play Donkey Kong 2. We don't have to play Donkey Kong Jr. 3, which is basically the same premise, right? Yeah. Uh, Donkey Kong Jr. is Donkey Kong's son who... Sorry, uh, who basically Mario captures Donkey Kong and his son has to go after him. So it's a similar premise, except you play as Donkey Kong Jr. I mean, Mm. this really will translate well when we want to get into the Super Nintendo Donkey Kong Country. We'll be able to have a really smooth transition. Actually, I think I think the Donkey Kong in this game is supposed to be cranky Kong.
1: Yes, yes, yes I think so.
0: Or, or is, or is it that he is Donkey Kong Junior, and then we're playing as kind of like Donkey Kong Junior's kid or something,
1: something like that. No, because I think that the junior, junior is. The Donkey Kong that we all know and love. Okay, so it's just when he was a baby,
0: he saved his dad, and then he's kind of more grown up. And okay, so on the plus side, we don't baby. we don't have to readdress the series on the NES. We can move right to the better, higher quality games on the Super Nintendo. So that's really exciting. Other than that, you got anything else for us today? Nah. Awesome. All right. So with that, we'll end with our closing. Thank you for listening. You can contact PodTendo on Twitter at podtendo Podcast, email us at podtendo at gmail.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash podtendo. The music of PodTendo was used without permission and is property of Nintendo.